All right. Well, it is mid-November, which of course means, I mean, there is Thanksgiving, but let's be honest. It's Christmas time. So we do have our Christmas release up on the website now over at ctmshirts.com. We have, I believe off the top of my head, I believe it's six shirts, if not more. Actually, I think it's like eight shirts. It's a lot of shirts in this release. Some are favorites from a couple years back that we brought back and some new ones to celebrate the Christmas season. So you can head over to ctmshirts.com to see the new release. And given it's almost Black Friday, we're going to go ahead and do a Black Friday sale a little early for our listeners here. So you can get 20% off of everything in the shop if you head on over to ctmshirts.com and use the promo code Black Friday. And this will be the same sale we run during Black Friday and Cyber Monday. But you can get it a little early if you'd like that. Because it's a going out of town sale. We're going out of town, so you might as well do it. So again, ctmshirts.com. Use the promo code Black Friday. Get yourself 20% off and check out the newest Christmas releases and the regulars in the shop as well if you've been eyeing those. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jared. How are you? Are you really doing well? I got a tickle in my throat, <laughs> but I'm fine. Thank ja- you. Jamie's a little under the weather today. Um, Listen, I will, I'm will. i I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to, re- to record this episode, so I'm in a great mood. I just don't sound great, so I apologize if I feel, if it sound a little nasally, but I'm trying my best. Hey, we Try will edit the coughs out, so it'll sound <laughs> okay. just fine. But, All right. <laughs> uh, hopefully, everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I did. I did as well. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we talked about this on the Universal show, but if you didn't catch that, we went back to Missouri. So that's why there's no episode last week. Yeah. We were in Missouri and not really a vacation, but it was nice to just hang out with family and um, do less work, I suppose. Well, when you think of a vacation, you think of like, oh, like maybe like a warm, warm sand on a beach with uh-huh. the water, catching what you, you know, throwing. like doing like an, like almost like a theme park, like Disney well, or even something. like go like skiing in the mountains. Nah, this was a, uh, it was cold and raining. <laughs> well, ten, most skiing in the mountains, I don't think would be warm either. But. Well, no, but it's cold with the rain and there's no snow or fun around that is what I meant. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to Missouri and it was great. You know, I, we miss our family and I love spending time. Like we stay with mm-hmm. my brother and uh, you know, we saw all our family, but I was, when we got in, it was at like, I don't know, it's like 40 degrees and not raining, but just like this fine mist that just you, hits you, you in the really face. You really hate that. And it's just infuriating. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember just being like, I, this is, I hate this. I would rather be either just torrential downpour or snow. Well, if you want downpour, we've got it here. Florida has a lot of those. Well, it's not that I want a downpour. I'm just saying if you were to give me the choice, would you rather have a fine cold mist just be on your face the whole time or would you rather have a downpour? I would probably just choose the downpour. But either way, it was really nice to spend time with family and uh, we got back back Sunday. About 1 a.m. Yeah, kind of late. Or Monday morning. Yeah. And then uh, the last day we were there, our son got sick. He didn't feel good. And then I believe that's probably led... 
what got you sick perhaps so Mm -hmm. you know being in a car for 15 plus hours driving back with someone that's sick you know you're in an enclosed space so (laughs) not ideal but but. uh, yeah so we did that and uh yeah so it was a great holiday hopefully hopefully everybody had a great thanksgiving as well well uh festival of the holidays at epcot started on friday last friday uh, so that's kind of exciting. We were blocked out anyway because of our sorcerer pass, um, annual pass. We we're blocked out until this past Sunday. So we wouldn't be able to go anyway. Uh, but uh, it did start. And uh, hopefully we'll check that out here very soon. Yeah, I like Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. It's a good It's a good one. It's a good one, as they it's say in good, Missouri. Well, the weather is good. Like, it's not hot. You know, mm-hmm. lots of cookies, lots of sweets. As Christmas should go. Christmas. Yeah. Yep. For Very sure. much. Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, you're you're doing the show, you know, not feeling the best. I'm doing the show with one ear where I can actually hear things because during the recording of this, my my headphone just died, so I can't hear as well. So if it sounds mm-hmm. weird, I don't know. I I now I, it feels weird now. Okay, well, I like can't I'm, do anything about that. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> so you're just going to have to keep that. This to happened yourself. in real time. I'm like, oh, my headphones broke. Okay, well, let's just keep doing this. All right. I, prom- I promise, I promise things are working. Just just not your ears. Well, it's fine. You know, we can we can, we can can figure it out as we go here. But okay. all right, well, uh, being back, uh, we have some news we're going to talk about, including Bob Iger had some interesting comments at a deal book summit, I believe it was mm-hmm. called. I thought maybe we called Book Deal Summit, nope. but they reversed it. And then we're going to talk about, uh, we've got a couple of reviews we're going to do on Boathouse at La Cava de Tequila and Abracadabar from our meetup weekend. So mm-hmm. some little quick reviews there that we're going to do. But before we get to the news, just want to remind everybody, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to us on podcast, we'd please ask you to leave a review. Helps us continue to grow the show. And if you want even more content, if you want to see live streams, you want discounts on C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products, then you should look at joining Club 32, which is our private group. So we have, like we said, we have live streams and extra shows like School Kids Kitchen, which we will either do this weekend or next weekend, depending on how Jamie and everybody else is feeling in the house. <laughs> uh, we have the Club 32 Speakies. We have the Club 32 Show, which every Tuesday we just have a live stream and chat with everybody, catch up and talk about whatever people want to talk about in there. And then there is, like I said, 20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. We have a private Facebook group, a private Discord, meetups, all sorts of things. And, uh, you know, there's a good group of people to hang out with. And uh, if, we, if we're able to, we still plan on doing a day trip to Epcot next tuesday and we are going to live stream luminous yes the new show at epcot that yeah. debuts that day so extra stuff like that in the group so if you want to join there you can go to ctmvip.com we have monthly or yearly options and uh you can even do a free trial if you want to try it out and see if it's for you so again ctmvip.com is where you go for that and if you want to join there we'd love to have you so all right let's get to the news so like we said the first story here is that Bob Iger was interviewed at the New York Times Deal Book Summit, and he had a couple of interesting quotes that we just kind of talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is that he did say for sure that he's leaving Disney at the end of his contract in 2026. And, you know... Sure, Bob. <laughs> well, I mean, they did do an extension because he was supposed to leave at the end of 2024, and then they extended it two more years. So it looks like he's like, for, you know, he's saying he's for sure done in, you know, three years. So, okay. 
let's let's start getting see who we're gonna get to a successor coming in. Like I mean, who, you'll have who's gonna be after you. You'd have to start. I mean, that's the thing that's about like, no. that is like you'd have to. I mean, I guess you could just it, it could be a last minute thing, but you would assume they would start sort of trying to integrate somebody into that I role. So. I mean, Chapek yeah. was kind of that way. I mean, Chapek was kind of he was you know known as the next guy for a while before he took over. So it yeah. wasn't, I mean, it, 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 Iger stepping down when he did was a shock, but it wasn't a shock that Chapek was the guy that took it over because they kind of made that clear. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what he, you know, who he wants to get behind him. But like, you know, so far we haven't heard anything, have we? Nothing? I haven't heard anything. The closest thing I've heard uh, was, I guess, as a legitimate rumor was two of the guys that were in the running for it before uh, when, when Chapek was, I guess, said he was going to be the next guy come up they left which was kevin mayer and tom staggs who left to form candle media so they're like co-ceos of this company they were brought on i i don't have the story in front of me they were brought on as consultants recently i know that much or, or talking about it because they were talking to Iger. but the rumor there was if they were going to be brought into the mix disney would have to buy out candle media and I don't know if they have the ability to do that because Candle Media, I, they do have some pretty decent. Um, it's not just this little like project thing. They have some uh, either IPs or something attached to them, so it wouldn't necessarily be like the cheapest thing. So that's the only rumor I've really heard about it. And other than that, I haven't heard anything. I mean, people always talk about Josh Diamaro, but I I have a feeling he's not really being considered because if he was, they would have already probably said so. So my mm -hmm. guess would be somebody from outside the company is probably what they're looking at, okay. which I think is a good thing. I've said it before. I think Disney needs new blood coming in. Yeah. So uh, something else that they he said was that ABC is not for sale. Though he's referring to an interview he did back in, I think it was in July where he like kind of was kind of mentioning this a little bit. Like basically he said, I was putting feelers out. Like I was thinking out loud and I wanted to get feedback from what people thought about this. And apparently people like, you know, not, not for it, like from the investors. And so this is him saying ABC is not for sale. And like companies like that are not for sale that they, that they own. He it's also like, okay. went to this <laughs> summit where deals are, you know, people, CEOs go to make deals. Yeah. Uh, this either strikes, uh, this kind of strikes as maybe nobody wanted to buy at least for the price they wanted for it. And they're just going to hold on to it. Because yeah. ABC, and he's even said it, is, you know, linear networks, as they're called, are depreciating assets because they're just, as time goes on, like traditional media is just not looked at the same way. So yeah. I'm wondering if yeah. they just didn't get, I mean, I'm sure somebody would have bought it. Uh, I remember there being a couple of people that said they were going to put bids in, but my guess is it just wasn't for what the, the price they wanted. Yeah. And then um, something else, I'll just, I'll just quote him. He says, we will only green light a sequel if we believe the story the creators want to tell is worth telling. And he is talking about this in reference to the struggles that some of these sequels uh, lately have had at the box office, um, specifically Marvel. And just in general, like just not doing as well as it would have been in the past. And then in the same in the same breath, he said, Toy Story 5 is on the way. <laughs> so <laughs> like, OK, um, but yeah, so they basically he it, it sounds like he's wanting to get back to story, like focusing on the story and not so much like just churning out sequels just for to make a buck, mm -hmm. you know, which mm -hmm. if you focus on story all the time, 
Like that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna make a good movie. Like focus on that. Focus on the creativeness, Man. creativity, <laughs> instead of just <laughs> instead of putting a movie out there um, and just just having it basically on nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like when they it's- do the. Re- and they do the reboots and stuff. If somebody out there would have <laughs> would have been talking about this for years, I mean, I don't know as to who would have said, you know, all these live action remakes and these sequels and make something new. I I don't know who would have said that. I don't know if you know of anybody. Uh, I was called <laughs> many names by people, and now it seems Bob Iger is uh, he's he's I don't know he's come on a certain side of things anyways he mm. also had another thing I, I'll just point this one out as well okay uh, according to Alex Sherman from CNBC Iger said that Disney creators have lost sight of what their jobs should be Iger states that he that the purpose of their role is to first entertain rather than to get a message across now to that mm. I will say mm. yes that is, that is good Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, good Disney. As, uh, again, I've, I've, it seems like I've, I've been talking about this for a bit. I don't think the timing, and we're not going to go really in depth in this because we talked about like, I, I have an idea, a separate podcast about more business and in the entertainment side of things. But I will say it's probably no coincidence that this is being talked about given the Marvels and Wish have not done well at the box office. I think combined, they'll probably end up losing the company. I don't know specifics. Probably close to five hundred million dollars combined. Ooh, that's a guess. lot of money. Wish cost about two hundred million at least. Probably two fifty. The Marvels is rumored upper three hundreds. What? Uh, no, had, that's too much. They had tons of reshoots. Tons of okay. reshoots. Okay. Uh, oh. So the so Marvels to break even had to make. Plus, you get the marketing budget. So let's say they each typically get about hundred million. The Marvels probably had to make close to eight hundred to nine hundred billion. Excuse me, million oh. to break even. Wish probably needed to make somewhere around six hundred. Neither are going to do those numbers. So that's probably why you know. He, and, and there hasn't been you know the trend has been going down for for Marvel and the last few Disney releases haven't done well either. So at some point you have to address it now. Whether or not listen, if you and I'm not here to tell you what to like. If you like those movies, that's fine. But at the end of the day, as a business, these movies are not being, you know, the audiences aren't buying tickets to them. And so at some mm-hmm. point, you have to address that and you have to adjust to what the audience wants. Because at the same time, Wish hasn't done well. Trolls came out and is doing very well. So Trolls is doing better than Wish. Now, would I say it's like a smashing success like the first one or this, even the second one was? No, it's yeah. not. A, it's yeah. not making as much. But trolls also trolls three also didn't cost as much to make. I well, think it cost under a hundred. I want to say it was ninety five. It was like ninety ninety million. And that's yeah. the other thing. Disney's so, problem is, and Iger has addressed that is the cost of these movies and shows is crazy. Mm-hmm. Everything's two hundred million dollars, whether it's a movie or it's a Disney Plus show. Right. Versus you look at like Super Mario Brothers, uh, Trolls. Uh, in a lot of you know, there's been other movies come out like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I think cost like thirty five million dollars, something like that, right. and it's made two hundred and something million. I mean, if Disney continues to spend this much money, and the return is way lower than expected, or or way lower than it needs, even to make back what the, what they can what they put into it, like that, obviously it spells like disaster. Like you don't want to keep doing that. So, well. Let's make some changes is, is basically what they would have to do. And a lot of people will say, well, I'll just wait for it to come out on Disney plus. 
And that may be one of the reasons why like why tickets aren't selling as much as they were in the theaters as like say four years ago. Um, but you know, whether if that's the reason, okay, then you need to change it something else on that on that front. You know what I mean? Like if, if it's if it's all wait for Disney Plus, well then don't make it available on Disney Plus for a long time. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that I'm not saying that argument doesn't have some like I think there are a lot of people that would just go, I will wait till it comes on Disney Plus. A lot of people. But that's not really an excuse for Disney because Disney created Disney Plus. Right. So Disney has created a problem for themselves. Oh, absolutely. So like either way, (laughs) you're like, okay, well, if that's the issue, then you didn't think this through very well. And I will say I love that I can just watch something on Disney Plus in a few months. So like I like as a as a Disney fan, a Disney like Disney movie fan, like I'm I'm I like that. I don't have to like buy the, you know, twenty dollar ticket per person to go see a, a movie in a movie theater and I can just stay at home and then pause it when I need to and yada yada, all that stuff. It's so much easier for us to do a movie here on Disney Plus than it is to go to a theater. So like I'm okay with that, but again, it's it's on the business business side of Disney, it's a struggle. So it's like, well, they need to make some changes for the business side. But as a customer, I'm like, well, <laughs> right, well, <laughs> and it, and also, but the thing that about that that I've never understood, I've never really kind of bought that a complete argument is it's not like you have this giant group of people flocking to Disney Plus either. Disney Plus is not doing well, so. It would be one thing if they're like, well, the movies aren't doing as well, but then you have all these subscribers around the time when, say, like Little Mermaid came to Disney Plus or a lot of these, you know, Haunted Mansion sort of thing. You're not seeing that. So, in effect, during Ahsoka, I believe Disney Plus lost subscribers during that time period. So, even these things that are supposed to be these big things that are happening on Disney Plus that bring people in, they're not. So, they kind of have a problem on twofold. Both revolve around movies and shows. So, at some point, that does have to be addressed. And, you know, I think having seen Wish, so I actually went and saw Wish. Jane, our son got sick, so it was my turn because you went with the kids to go see Trolls. Mm-hmm. My brother and his family wanted to go see Wish while we were in town. Mm-hmm. So we went and saw Wish. And I, I admittedly, I'm I'm kind of a harsh critic on things. If I don't like it, I'll let it be known. So we came out of the movie and I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to like whatever. So it was like our daughter and then my brother has two kids around the same age as our kids. We come in and we were walking down the hallway. I didn't say a word. And my sister-in-law, who's a very, she's very sweet, very much like, she likes to enjoy things. She's mm-hmm. not going to be a harsh critic. She turns around and she's like, that was terrible. <laughs> I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And then my niece really, like, she did not like it. And then our daughter was, you know, she didn't really care for it because she was getting pretty antsy in the movie. So uh, as someone who's seen Wish, I definitely don't think, there's nothing offensively bad about Wish. I just don't think it's a really good movie. I don't think it's very good storytelling. And again, I'm not going to go into depth on this because this isn't the show for that. But I think that they definitely need to get back to telling good stories like they did, say, in the 90s. Whenever you you know, these classic stories that they need to get back to. And I think a lot of it is a, a talent issue. I think a lot of talent has left Disney for numerous reasons. Maybe it's cheaper labor or, you know, whatever the case may be. But... And we do talk about this because now the IPs and the parks are so directly, you know, intertwined. There was a lot of wish stuff coming out, that, you know, before it even came out in the parks. So if you have movies and shows that aren't really catching on, what does that mean for the parks? Because basically the new stuff coming to parks is all based off success of movies. Mm-hmm. So when that's not going well, what do you have looking forward to in the theme parks? And 
you know, they're going to have to address this. And I guess this is him addressing it in a way. Now, he does go on to sort of blame Chapek for this, which I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, It said he lamented that the issue got worse when he left as CEO in 2020 and Bob Chapek took over until 2022. So during this time, films like Turning Red and Luca debuted, which caused quite the ruckus as the film seemed to sublimely take public stances or political stances, what it says. Now, I don't know if that's a direct quote. This is from alltheyears.net. So I don't know. They didn't say where they pulled this from. I'm just reading what they had. But um, I don't think you can put a lot of shape at because movies take a long time to get made. But we'll see. Uh, you know, they do polit- potentially have a a uh, Nelson Peltz proxy battle to get a board seat or two board seats going on. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but interesting quotes by Iger nonetheless. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I personally, like we do criticize, but I personally would love nothing more than for Disney to get back to making great movies and shows. I really would. Absolutely. You know, like you think about Disney and it's, it's heyday was to me, it was the nineties and not that everything they did was a home run, but there was, it's hard to argue the track record, even the early two thousands. So I, I think, you know, Disney has gone through ebbs and flows in the past as well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this is a catalyst to uh, doing better things. So, yeah, yeah, the, it's him sort of. We want them to be successful. Like, yes, obviously. And so if we can, if we can, you know, talk about that and, and you know, bring it, not that it's bringing it to light. I mean, they're aware, obviously, but just like make it. OK, we want this to happen. This will be great. You, We believe in you guys. Let's. Let's hunker down and figure out what works, what doesn't, and make some changes to improve. Yeah. Now, do I think they'll do that? I don't think yet. Well, I honestly don't. Well, I, that remains to be seen, yeah. but that's, if you know. We, we shall see. So We shall see. Either way. All right. Well, let's move on from that. And the next one we have is about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Yes. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is now completely sold out for the season. So SOL, if you haven't bought your tickets yet. Um, What's SOL mean? uh, Sorry, out of luck. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think about that. (laughs) Sorry, out of luck. Um, And then uh, Jollywood Nights, (laughs) Disney Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios has the next, I think it's the next four dates that are sold out, but there's still two two or three available nights that are that are um, available for tickets. So um, that is still available if you want to go to that. Okay. So just to keep you up to date on the ticket situation. All right. (laughs) All right. uh, The next story we have is uh, World Celebration Gardens and Dreamers Point will open on December 5th. Yeah. So just a reminder, Dreamers Point is the uh, basically the Walt statue where the Walt statue is going to be and they're calling it Walt the dreamer. And he's sitting down and it looks like he's like, you know, looking out into Epcot, like all the beauty that was created kind of thing. Anyway. So it is, it is actually in place now and you can kind of see it if you're on the monorail uh, from afar. And uh, it officially opens on December 5th, which happens to be his birthday. Mm-hmm. I forget what, how, how will he be like 122 years old or something? How old he would have been? He would yeah. yes, not how old he is. How old he would? I was going to say. I right. mean, there is rumors. <laughs> There's rumors, um, and then along with that, obviously, the World Celebration Garden area will be opening. Now, there's like a big section of the World Celebration area that is not opening yet because it's still under construction, and that includes the Communicore Hall area and like the stage and that section over there, kind of right behind the Journey of Water. 
kind of over there. Yeah. So anyway, so that is all opening on December 5th. So hopefully we'll get to check that out. I mean, they did meet the deadline. I mean, although... They said December. <laughs> yeah, they did. I mean, I'm exci- I think the statue is cool. I'm always happy to see stuff about Walt get into the parks. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. I just want to I just want to mention that I, I'd like to be positive, but I am so incredibly frustrated with the construction at Epcot. Like it has taken so long to finish this so long. Yes. Yeah, and it I really it's really frustrating. Um, I just wanted to say that <laughs> just because <laughs> just I just I feel like we always talking about construction and things are going to open and things are announced and it's like. I just, I just want it to all be open. I'm tired of seeing construction walls and having to go like completely around the edge of Epcot to like get it over to the other side. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's yeah. a long walk and it's just, yeah, I'm just, let's, let's get it open. Let's do it. We got it. I mean, Disney's notorious for <laughs> mi- their construction projects lingering. Yeah. It's always been sort of a thing. So this one is lingering a bit, mm. we'll say. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it'd be nice if it just walks to the center. Of the park. I would have, love that. Yeah. I would love that. I mean, you're already walking a ton anyways, so you might as well not walk as much. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yes. All right. And the last story we have is that, for some strange reason, and somebody must have lost their iPod, but uh, there is no holiday mix at Cosmic Rewind this year. Yeah. So, if you remember correctly, last year, whenever it was the year that Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind roller coaster opened uh they had a holiday mix to go with the ride like instead of playing the six songs that you would hear during the ride like uh september or iran or uh conga they are would playing this like uh this this christmas remix that they had they like created the songs themselves and mm-hmm. um it was it was cute but not coming back this year and i don't know why i feel <laughs> That's such an easy thing to do. I mean, maybe it's, not, it's like a copyright thing. Maybe they like didn't uh, want to pay for their songs. I mean, maybe, but I mean, it's not like you have to sync it up to the ride. It just plays music as you ride just, through it. Just plug in your yeah. Plug in I your. I feel like uh, it, it's like as of of the things you could do mm-hmm. to make something a Christmas theme. This is about the easiest one you can do, which would be like, hey, who's got the uh, who's got the Christmas playlist on their phone or their iPod? Oh, here, here, plug it in, go. Like it's right. literally the easiest thing you can do, <laughs> and they're not going to do it. So I I don't know why, but there you go. So I know that's going to be disappointing for some people because uh, I, I mean. The music on that ride is a cool element to it. And again, I think it's a pretty easy win, but not happening this year. So, all right. Well, that is going to do it for the news. But Jamie does have a poll time. Poll time. All right. For this week's poll time, I asked the question, if you had the choice to get rid of one of the four main theme parks at Disney World, which one would it be and why? And let me just tell you, some of the comments I got were very mad that I asked this question because they're like, I can't choose. Don't make me choose. When you told me you were doing this one, I was like, oh, (laughs) somebody woke up and chose violence this morning. Like somebody said, none. It's like asking which one of your children to get rid of. I just can't. Fair. That's fair. Um, (laughs) None of the favorite right of the seat. How dare you ask me to sacrifice one of my children? People were like equating this to like like Sophie's choice. It was just supposed to be a fun poll. It's not that hard <laughs> to just say Animal Kingdom. Okay, I mean, Jared. Well, I, on I that underst- note. I don't understand. On that note. 56% said Animal Kingdom. 33% said Hollywood Studios. 7% said Epcot. And a little 4% said Magic Kingdom. 
So I know, you know, we talk about Animal Kingdom not being our favorite park. And it seems to be like that is the sentiment here. But there's a lot of people that said, okay, take Flight of Passage out and move it to a different park. And maybe Expedition Everest. And then we're, then we're in business. And then you can have the rest of Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I was yeah, like, okay. Do, yeah, you could do like an estate sale. That's fine. <laughs> you could put... Pan- yeah, you could put Pandora yeah. in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I mean, I get listen, it, but... I understand people have different likes, and that's totally fine. Uh, but you know, and I know they exist. I'm not saying that they don't exist, so I, I don't want to see the hate mail. But when people do say that like Animal Kingdom is their favorite park, I'm always like, really? Like, I get it. Some people like it, but to me, I'm I, you know, I I enjoy aspects of Animal Kingdom, but I can't say like, would I want to spend a whole day there? No personally well good news i don't think disney's gonna get rid of animal kingdom no i don't believe they it will. was just supposed to be like i don't think so an up in the air question um i mean you were just doing what it's, it's stirring the pot as they say the pot. and i just wanted to see honestly it kind of turned out like i thought it would the newest park had the most boats and the oldest one had the least so it's like i feel like nostalgia plays a part there too i mean magic kingdom being the most popular isn't yeah Super surprising. Well, I think, right, I mean, Animal Kingdom is our least visited park. Like, we don't go there as much as we go to the other three. True. So, true. So, that w- it would have been an easy one for me to answer on this one. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you everybody for participating in the poll this week. I will have a new poll next week. Jamie just walked into a room, threw a grenade, and shut the door. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's have a fight. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, you can check that or check. You can catch the next poll time uh, in two ways. You can join the Capture the Magic Facebook community, uh, where Jamie posts the poll times in there, or you can follow us on Instagram at Captain Magic, and she posts those in the stories, so you can vote either or both ways there. If you're looking at planning a dream vacation or just a quick trip to Disney World or Universal Studios, look no further than Zip Travel. We have a dedicated team just for Capture the Magic listeners that will not only provide expert advice, but will also help you find the best deals on tickets, hotels, dining, special events, and more. But that's not all. By booking your vacation with Zip Travel, you'll get some free gifts, including a free t-shirt from us, $10 in shop credit, and a gift waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So why wait? Head on over to travelwithzip.com and fill out the short form there to get in contact. There is zero obligation. So even if you're just curious about pricing and what would work for your budget, again, just head to travelwithzip.com today. All right. Well, let's get to our discussion portion of the show. Did I say portion or port? You said porcelain. I did porcelain. I was recording a video last night and I couldn't say... (laughs) What was the word I couldn't say? Um, it was I don't remember paths, paths, paths. I don't know why it, it hit me, and I was like, I couldn't say paths, and I had to like sound it out a couple of times. It, sometimes I'm, it's like my brain just said, "We're not doing this, not happening." It's like uh, black sheep movie, black sheep, when they say roads, roads, <laughs> roads, roads, roads. That's a funny word. Mm-hmm. Anyways, now we get discussion portion here. <laughs> okay, we're gonna talk about uh, I guess some mini reviews here. Uh, we went to a couple places. Mm-hmm. None would take up enough time for you know or be enough content for a whole right. episode. But so we went to Boathouse and had brunch, which we've done before, but it's been a couple of years uh-huh. or about a year. Eh, has it been just a year? I mean, no, it's been longer than that. 
We went last meetup. No, we went to homecoming oh, last meetup. Oh, that's right. It's been longer than a year. Yeah. Uh, then we went to La Cava de Tequila. Which is it Day or Del? I think it's Del it's Tequila. Del. Well, you yeah. put Day. Yeah. I and I'm like Ron Burgundy and I read what is in front of me. <laughs> you do. You do do that. So that's on you. <laughs> and uh, we went to Abracadabar and had some drinks yeah. there. So first we'll talk about Boathouse. Okay. So this is at Disney Springs. Yep. They serve brunch here on Saturday and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And you can order from like the regular menu, but you can also do the brunch menu. And they do have the piano player out, which I don't know how long he's out there for, but we were not in the room where he was in. So we didn't get to enjoy that this time, which is fine. Uh, we had a party of 16 with us and we were just at three different tables kind of all together. And uh, um, this is one of our favorite places to brunch. Wouldn't you say? I agree when I can hear the boat music. So where we were that's sitting. Yacht, that's Yacht Rock, man. I couldn't hear the boat music because I turned it off because of the... It's called Yacht Rock. Boat music. Okay. And anyway, right. I couldn't hear the boat music. Or yacht <laughs> Why do you rock. keep saying boat music? I it's like saying, Yacht Rock. I, listen, we all have our terms. Uh, okay. They turned it off so for the piano player, but we couldn't hear the piano player where we were sitting. So no. we just ate in silence. <laughs> It wasn't silent. I mean, there was conversation. There was music. There was music in the speakers. I don't think there was. There really was because I was thinking. Well, it, it wasn't. It wasn't what you wanted. It wasn't the boat music that I'm accustomed to. Okay, the yacht rock you were accustomed to. Okay. Uh, well, every. <laughs> That's my main complaint. It's only that part of <laughs> boat music. Um, so they always bring you out sweet rolls to begin mm. with, and can we talk about those? Yeah, these are always good. They're kind of. They're, they're kind of like just uh, almost cinnamon roll-like. They're just rolls that have a... They got this glaze yeah, on them. They're really good. I mean, delicious. They actually really are good. I could probably have like 17 of them and be fine. That's a lot. It's a lot of rolls, but I probably could. Um, okay, so what I got, I got the chorizo breakfast tacos. They're scrambled eggs, crispy, crispy potatoes, avocado, queso fresco, tortilla chips, and salsa romesco, and that was $17. Um, this was okay. Um, I think I would have liked it better. So the sauce, the queso fresco stuff, they left it off of mine and it's because I have an allergy, I think. And I think there was something in it that I couldn't have and I wasn't aware of it, but they did leave it off because of the allergy. Then I have a nut allergy. Um, and so it was a little dry. I wish they would have like asked me for a different sauce. I wouldn't ate them and they were still good. Um, I just think they would have been a little bit better had I had the sauce. So, okay. You know, but anyway, they, I mean, that filled me up and it was great. So, well, there you go. I have, I kind of pieced together a meal here. So <laughs> I love, and I will, I still stand by this. The lobster bisque here is the best lobster bisque I've ever had. It is delicious. Delicioso. You talk about it a lot. It's so fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I had it again and it holds up just fine. It's still fantastic. <laughs> I wish I could figure out how to make this. Oh, you probably. Oh, ooh, well, maybe we should try it. The problem is I would. It's I don't think it's the you know, I'm pretty sure I would gain a lot of weight. If I ate this a lot. It could make it for a cool kids kitchen one time. I, we could look into it. Let's look into it's, that. Uh, it's very good. Uh, okay. So I had that and then I pieced it together, which you may think, Jared, this doesn't sound like a really good breakfast meal. It was fantastic. So I had <laughs> lobster bisque and then I just had three eggs and some sausage and it was really good and I was very satisfied. How do you like your eggs? I like mine sunny side up. I like a runny okay. yolk Ugh. and then have it with the, oh. uh, the sausage. Sorry. Excuse so. me. My, my tummy. Ugh. Ugh. Runny yolk. That just... Ugh. The best. I can't. It is nature's I sauce. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I wasn't super hungry. Of whatever, which I typically I don't normally eat until about noon most days anyway. So I don't eat breakfast a lot of times. So I just was sort of like I'm going to do this, but it was really good. I enjoyed it, and um, all of it was really good. I mean, eigs are eggs, not really. Kind of hard to mess up eggs. I don't think there was anything. Special they weren't about powdered them. eggs. No, they were real. That's important. They were yep. real eggs. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely recommend the lobster bisque if you can have it. I know some people are allergic, but it's fantastic. And um, our kids, or our kids and my my parents were there too. Um, and I remember my uh, my mom got the. I think she got the avocado toast, which she loved. And the kids meal, it, they got like chicken fingers and fries. It comes in a little cardboard, like a little cardboard amphicar. It does. It's so cute. Well, that's also why I only got what I got because I inevitably just finished what the kids don't eat, which I end yeah. up having like four chicken strips. So there you go. <laughs> I end up there having a full meal. She didn't like them. She didn't like those chicken strips. Well, she for liked part. Remember, she eats the insides. Yeah, but like she still doesn't like them that much. But she does. Listen, so if you've listened to the show for a long time, our daughter notoriously would never eat anything outside of like a select few foods. Feuds? Foods? Uh, <laughs> she has. She will eat a lot of things now. I'm very proud of her. So she tried them and it had some, but I had the rest. And uh, yeah, so we don't have to carry like endless amounts of food for her when we go to restaurants now. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. If yeah. you can eat chicken fingers and fries at Disney, we are good. We're good to go. There's a lot of adults that just eat that at Disney. That's true. So, That's there you true. Go. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so um, um, I can't remember what else everybody else had, but I really enjoyed their meal. So well, I mean, there was, it's always a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Well, there were 16 people. I don't remember right. what all I can't had, remember. So <laughs> I forgot to jot it down. But everybody seemed satisfied with their food. Yes. And so they're, they're, that's not much. But I love but Boathouse is always good. I've, I don't think I've ever had a bad meal here. And in fact, yeah. uh, I've been there at the, the bar area. And if, still to this day, the best old fashioned I've ever had was at the bar. At oh. Boathouse. So very good. I uh, always enjoy it. And again, there should be more boat music based establishments. Just got to yeah. put that out there. And I will say when we did go here, this was the morning after Jollywood nights and we didn't get back to the hotel after that until like, it was like one didn't get back till two. So we were like real tired, real tired um, at this brunch and like we didn't have any drinks or anything to go with brunch. You just want to tell people we were tired. No, I'm just to say like that's why we weren't having any like drinks or like, you know, didn't eat much or whatever. Well, I mean, be, uh, personally, I just don't eat breakfast much and Okay. Well, it was I was tired, okay, and I probably would have had a, like a mimosa or something, but I was just like I can't. I'm tired. Yeah, I don't know if anybody had I think maybe a couple people did, but I mean, mimosas would be very fitting at Boathouse. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, all right, uh, so Boathouse still stands still good for you. Oh still yeah. Holds oh up. yeah. Oh, yeah. Solid choice. Solid choice. All right. Well, good. Boathouse, thumbs up. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's move on over to La Cava del Tequila, which is over in Epcot in the Mexico Pavilion. Yeah. So we went there a couple of Saturdays ago. It was always oh, Veterans Day. That's well, right. What is this place? Oh, well, it is. Um, it's basically like a like a bar. It's a tequila bar. It's a tequila bar. This is also where you can do the tequila like uh, agave experience. That's where you do it in here as well. Yeah. Um, we were trying to figure out what to do. And we're like, I had never been here before. Like I never actually stepped foot inside. And everybody was like, OK, we got to go. And so we get over there. It was probably like what? 10 minutes before 11 something like that yeah people rope dropped this bar it was a line already i was like okay so we waited what 20 25 minutes or something to get in and we wanted a table 
But because we didn't want to sit at the bar because there was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight of us, eight of us. Yeah. Something like that. So. so we we did for a, a standing table, which was fine. And uh me, that place is small. It is not very <laughs> it big. It is tiny. I mean, I've always heard that, but I walked in and I was like, okay, there's like five, six tables, two standing tables. Like, yeah, it was it was very small. Um, but I, I did want to try some drinks. I tried the Black Magic Margarita, which is that Neil Patrick Harris one. And it's a mixture of, is it mezcal? Is that how you say it? I believe so. Uh, black puree, blackberry puree, cassis liqueur, lime and mint, served frozen, $21. And it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was, it was stronger than I usually like my drinks. Um, but the, the blackberry, it could really taste the blackberry and the mint. Um, which I didn't, again, I didn't think I would like that part because I'm not a huge fan of mint. But the, the flavors mixed well together. So I enjoyed it. This, I enjoyed this it. place definitely has concoctions. Mm-hmm. They're very unique things. I, I will yeah. put it that way. $21 for that one, by the way. It's pretty pricey. Yeah. Pretty pricey. Yeah. I almost went with the 30 what was the $30, $35 one? The Lily Eldridge one? And I was like, I can't. It's too much money for one drink. I mean, the most I've ever spent on one drink, <laughs> I did kind of begrudgingly, was an old, it was a Christmas old fashioned over at the. Um, uh, Grand Floridian. Enchanted Rose. Enchanted you Rose. always forget the name of I Enchanted do. I Rose wanted to, every single I wanted, time. I wanted to say Golden Rose, and I'm like, that's not right. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say it was worth at, at the $25 old-fashioned. I don't think yeah. it was worth that. But what yeah. did you have? I had the Horchata Margarita. Okay. So this is... I'm looking up the ingredients. So it's got... They, met, they make their own sort of like cream rum. It has fireball, whiskey, and horchata is a rice milk. So it's kind of a milky-based thing. And tequila, and then it's topped with like cinnamon powder. So this kind of was described as rum chata-ish. Yeah. And I like rum chata, and I was just sort of like, oh, I'll try something different. Like they had an old-fashioned, but again, they think old-fashioned was like $25, $26. And I was like, eh. So I got this. Uh, this is very good. It almost yeah. reminds me of... This would be a good holiday drink, kind of like yeah, a Christmassy uh-huh. type drink. But yeah. I actually do it. Like for instance, I love eggnog, so mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy uh, some dairy based like, like cream drink sometimes. Cream. Yeah, like yeah. like mm-hmm. a, a um, white Russian. I like sometimes mm-hmm. drinks like that. So yeah. I thought this was very good. Yeah, uh, with the rum and the the, uh, the tequila together worked pretty well. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you can find this. I mean, you can make it on your own. This is pretty unique. I thought, but yeah, I thought it was really good. And you even liked it i did so, i did i'm not a huge fan of tequila but i like i like this one. i like tequila and i like rum so those mm-hmm. two things uh you, like you know together i thought worked pretty well so i i thought this was really good i think this one was 17 dollars if i remember correctly okay 15 or 17 we also had chips and salsa for the table mm-hmm. um that salsa was some of the best salsa i've ever had i didn't have Do you the remember salsa. It? oh you didn't oh, i had it. some of the queso which was good but also queso was good too with the salsa I forget what made it so so good. I think I was just so hungry too because we hadn't eaten anything, and I was like, "Well, this is only my only chance, so I better enjoy was, this." And I did. Was it your only chance? Well, until later, <laughs> until later. <laughs> yeah. No, you fine. Okay. No, I not do. My I know what you're, I know what you're saying. It's just okay. It's funny the way to phrase it. Yeah. So I just loved this. Also, it was it was good. It wasn't too spicy, but it was good flavors. And then um, 
Somebody ordered an avocado margarita, 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 and I, like and I hated it. <laughs> that was not good. It tastes like grass. I mean, Do you it probably it looked like grass too. Yeah, I was like, I'm not a huge fan of avocado anyway, but Which put it in sense. the margarita. I'm like, Which would make that sense is, why this you is didn't not like for it. me. This yeah. is not for me. Um, but yeah, so it was it was fun to actually go there and experience it. We weren't there for too long, maybe half an hour. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you do go, if you've never been here before, if you do go, just be prepared, be prepared to wait. Yeah, you'll probably have to wait a little bit. I mean, you can go straight up to the bar. If you want a table, you're going to have to wait a bit longer. Just walking up to the bar is a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, Mexico Pavilion itself is not very big. So it's... It was packed that day. There was, we were like shoulder to shoulder. It was a weekend. It was a holiday yeah, weekend. It so was. Very busy. Yeah. And yeah. one reason we went there was because holiday weekend epcot was busy and there were lines for all the pavilions and everything so we're just like let's just do this everything yeah so yeah Uh, but yeah cool experience and i know people have done the agave experience talk about how they like that so again Mm -hmm. that's where you go do that in there never done that myself though but all right let's head over to the boardwalk and uh, talk about going to abracadabar which you had never been here before right i'd been here before but what is uh, abracadabar well i'm gonna read what disney says about it because there's a story behind it it says, travel back in time to the golden age of magic as you step inside this curious cocktail lounge. Formerly the stomping grounds of, for famous magicians, local illusionists, and the loveliest of magicians' assistants, Abracadabar gives interested onlookers and aficionados of alcoholic beverages alike a glimpse and perhaps a taste of another time and place. According to Boardwalk Lore, prestigious what is that word prestigitators something like that we gather here after nearly every show often staying up all night as they attempted to out charm each other with extraordinary tricks before gathering at the bar to conjure up new cocktails but then just as soon as it appeared the secret lounge vanished into thin air never to be seen again until today this is what they wrote. So it's a bar of magicians. <laughs> right. So um, if you're thinking yeah. Job from Arrested Development like me, but it's not. It's illusion, that. Jared. I kind of wish that was the case. There was a bunch of Jobs in there, like kind of yeah. like halfway disgruntled about not being like more famous magicians. Yep. But uh, this is also very small. It's very small in here. So this maybe fits. Oh, gosh. I don't even I don't think it's 50 people. No way. I'm going to say no 20 way. to 30. It's very small. There's maybe on the right side, there's four tables. You have the bar and maybe a couple other tables. So it's not very big at all. So if you do want to go over here, you usually have to get here kind of early because and it's mm-hmm. it's first come, first serve. So yeah. you, I mean, when you come in, you just find a seat and sit down and, and basically that's what But it's do. charming. It's charming in there. No, it's very cool. I've been in, I've been here before. Uh, it's and really like, and we'll talk about like, obviously they have drinks and they have a good selection of bourbon. If you're into bourbon, mm-hmm. they have very unique drinks. They've got the, you know, the, like the smoke infused ones that they'll bring oh, yeah. like in a box they do have food as like a limited food which has always been pretty good i've had a few things here well we got some pizza from the table behind us we did get some pizza gifted to us they were true. like do you want this pizza we're like um sure yeah <laughs> it was really odd it was, it was, it was nice though it was it nice. was fine pizza it wasn't the best pizza i've ever had but it was okay <laughs> i don't think it was laced with anything so no um but i do like i do like the Wallpaper. Wallpaper was very like 1900s, like turn of the century looking. It was very like dark woods in there. Um, behind the bar, you could see it looked like potions and elixirs and mm-hmm. everything. I mean, like themed to the night. I love it. And it's right next to, where is that? Trattoria, Trattoria, California? 
Yeah, it's between that and flying fish. Yeah, 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 that's right. And there are outdoor seating, like tables and chairs and stuff too. So like if you can't get in, four of them. Yeah, there's not that many, but um, there is some out there too. Yeah. yeah. So what did what did because I didn't actually have any drinks because okay. I was going to, and then I got to talking with people, and I never ordered a drink. Uh, okay. Happens, but so what did what did you get? <laughs> okay, so I got the the first thing I got was Magic Mirror, and that's Bacardi rum, soda water, mango syrup. Sprite and lime juice, and this was seventeen dollars. Um, I enjoyed this a lot. It was, it was you could really, it was very soda based, like carbonated, which is which was fine. I, I liked it, and um, not a lot of lime juice, but I could really taste the mango in it. Um, so if you like mango, you'd like this drink. It was good. Okay, it was good. And then I also tried the Who Done It's Punch, and that's Captain Morgan's. Orange juice, pineapple juice, and coconut. This is very tropical tasting. And it was $17. And I I didn't like this one as much as the Magic Mirror because it was just, it was like a drink, like drinks I've had before, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the Magic Mirror was more, I guess, I don't know, creative or it was just more my up my alley. But, okay. But solid drinks. Atmosphere is really cool. Uh, and just being over the boardwalk always is a plus. So if you're going to come in here and, you know, like we hung out just with the, you know, some Club 32 members in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, You're very tight. You don't have a lot of space to yourself. So you got to... I was literally sitting on top of someone. Yeah. <laughs> like I was so You're not far from people. <laughs> like, um, well, sorry. So yeah, that's... Uh, th- there's something to keep in mind there. But it, it's really cool. Cool experience. And uh, I would recommend if you're looking for a place to kind of just, you know, hang out for a bit, you know, It'd be hard if you're coming out of Epcot and you want to come over here. I mean, if you're staying till park close, you're probably going to be waiting. Because, uh, again, there's yeah. not many places to sit, and this is a popular place. So depending on the night, um, you may or may not be able to get in sort of thing. So Yeah, they opened at 4. So it's not an all-day bar. Right. 4 o'clock. So. Yeah. So you can rope drop it at 4 if you'd yeah. like. So, But I go. would like to go back sometime soon just because it, I had fun. Same thing with La Cava. Although maybe not as frequently with that one because it does get super busy and it's hard to, you know, like long lines and stuff. So True. But I did have another drink. I forgot why we were there. Uh, some I met some Club 32 members over at Tony's Town Square when we got into Magic Kingdom on that Friday. Oh, I didn't do this. Okay. And they had ordered me a... Uh, I looked at the menu. I don't see it on the menu, but it was a bourbon, like old-fashioned based drink. Very good. It wasn't served in a typical old-fashioned glass. It was almost served in like a martini glass, but yeah. it was very good. Uh, By the way, I would like to go back to Tony's Town Square and do another review on it because they just came out with like a new menu and I want to like, I want to sit outside and I want to be able to like watch the parade and I want to have like a I want to have an Olive Garden experience. <laughs> I don't know if Tony Sound scores an Olive Garden experience, but we could we it could is, try to. Get it is it. similar. No, it's it's not. It's different. But um, I do want to re-review it because it's been um, a couple of years now since we've been there. Well, Tony's is a weird one. Most people it doesn't get rave reviews. So my first experience with Tony's was when they actually had the Corilla Deville like party within a party. I call it the inception party that they did. Inception party. This is pre COVID where at the Halloween party, you could pay extra and have this, you go in there and it's all you could eat drinks and food. And then you had special CD or you got a special area for the parade that you could just walk up to. So they had a lot of Tony's food in there. And at the time it was really good. It was like ravioli and just, it was very simple stuff. So I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. We went ate at Tony's a few years later. It was like 
I think it was 2021. It was at the 40th or 50th. Yeah, it was 2021. Uh huh. And it was it was okay. Like it wasn't the best. So I again, I've heard hit and miss. The new menu, we could try it out. I haven't heard anything about it, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But uh, yeah, we can try that out sometime. Okay. It's a it's a great spot. I mean, it's right off of you know basically off of Main Street there. So in the in the town square. So. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all the reviews we have. Anything you want to add about any of those places? Uh, no. Just that I I look forward to doing more um, food and drink reviews in the future. My parents are coming back uh, in the middle of next month, and I know they for sure will be here until July. That's the plan. So hopefully we can we can break away from them and the kids and be able to do some fun dining and stuff. Just you and I. So you want to go to more Applebee's? Do I ever? <laughs> you read my mind. I was no. made fun of, by the way, over the with by my family because mm-hmm. my brother and I talked about how we didn't go out to eat, and when we went to Apple, this, people joke all the time. Dining. I'm not claiming Applebee's is classy. What I'm saying is, when I was a kid, Applebee's was like, oh, we're going to Applebee's. <laughs> Jamie and everybody mocks me, but I'm like, listen, when I was a kid, Applebee's it was. It was the place that to was be. that was a level up place. They have the two for twenty thing. Remember that? I don't remember what they, I don't remember what they had, but it was uh, yeah. So, anyways, I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying it's good now. I haven't had it in a long time, but I'm just saying, in my mind as a kid, I was like Applebee's. That's oh, we're going to Applebee's. I get an entree. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So. Oh, Jared. All right. Well, that will do it for the show. Okay. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media, or as Jamie calls it, the so- social meads. Social meads. Uh, where we have, we're at Cap the Magic everywhere except for TikTok. We're at Capture the Magic, and we post, you know, we've got reels and show clips and all sorts of things we post on those. Uh, be sure to check us out on YouTube. So on the main YouTube channel, at Cap the Magic, we'll have a new Epic uh, Universe construction update probably coming out on Friday. Uh, there's some new photos that dropped and i didn't get a chance to get they dropped while we were gone so and i didn't get a chance to get them done until now so that will drop on uh friday and then we also have the ctm podcast youtube channel where we have video versions of the podcast so if you'd rather watch us than just listen to us you can do that as well and there's show clips there as well and if you want even more content uh we have some other shows we have the ctm universal show we talk about universal studios and we just had an episode come out on tuesday and we discuss our favorite things of uh, christmas at universal that we like to do and that's twice a month. Jamie has Trip Tales, which is her trip report show, which the uh, next one there is coming out. So I'm recording it tomorrow. So I could maybe put it out on next Monday or the Monday after that. It just depends on how long it takes me to edit it. So coming up here soon. <laughs> there you go. Okay. And uh, if you want even more content, Club 32 is ready to go for that. We've got the extra shows and live streams and all sorts of stuff in there. So if you want to join there, ctmvip.com is where you go for that. So... All right. Well, that'll do it for the show. So thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.